Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another magical episode of the Why We Disney podcast. I am super excited today because we are pivoting a little bit of our content. I know Casey and I talk a lot about Disney World, but we are bringing the West Coast Disneyland fandom into today's episode with a story from yours truly. So let's get on over to the episode. What is up, everyone? Welcome back once again to the Why We Disney podcast. Happy Wednesday. My name is Casey, and as always, I'm joined with my beautiful co-host, Kara. Hi. And I'm so excited. So today we're going to be talking a lot about Kara's Disneyland trip, which as close as Kara and I are, we have not recapped her entire episode or her entire um, Disneyland trip, right? So for the first time, I am experiencing this with the listeners because I have not had the whole recap done of your trip, Kara, and I'm so excited. I know we've been able to talk about like snips and pieces when yes. we're recording other episodes, but like, you know, to, to sit down and actually do it, that's why we're doing this podcast episode because there's, there's just so much. And when I start talking, I'm going to start rambling about all the things that I love, right? <laughs> and how many, Kara, have we said like on air, we need to have a full episode of your, so this is it people, you've heard it on air and it's happening right now. Yes. And I'm so excited to bring my Disneyland trip to you all and tell you all about it. Um, so back in like November of 2021, um, I booked the trip, I bit the bullet and I was like, I'm going to do it. I did it because the flights were super cheap. I told myself I'm only going to Disneyland when the flights were cheap. Um, And to be fair, I do have a Southwest card. So that kind of played into it. But we're talking like less than 180 a person to go from BWI to John Wayne Airport, which is literally cross country. Wow. One way you didn't have any um, connecting flights. We did have a, we stopped in Texas going, uh, going to and coming from. Whoa. So you went like down and then back up. That's crazy. Um, but because of the price, I did not really matter. Um, it didn't really bother me, but, um, so I knew that I was going to go based on the two price points, what the flight was going to be and what the hotel was going to be. And so once I booked the flight and I kind of knew the date, I was lucky enough to be hosted by an amazing, amazing resort, uh, the Residence Inn in Anaheim. And once I was like, okay, I have the resort, I have the flight. Yeah, it's happening. Um, I used travel agent friend Hannah to help me book the tickets. Uh, And yeah, then it was booked. And the, the whole purpose was, of course, I wanted to go. I've never been to Disneyland before. I basically told Brandon that he was going with me. And I surprised my mom one Christmas. Um, we gave her like this um, Disneyland for 2022, like one of these books that you can get off of Amazon. And yeah. she opened it and she was like, oh, like, this is awesome, blah, blah, blah. And like, no connection. No, this is like, yeah, we've got to go. And I was like, no, mom, like we're going like no. in five weeks and we're going. Um, um, I freaked out. So yeah, that's how it all came about. I think that's so sweet. Your mom is one of the sweetest humans I know. So I just, I, I just know that inside, like it was just bursting with excitement. I'm, ugh, I love your mom so much. And I, I know she's a loyal listener of the podcast. So I want her to know that I love her so much. And she's so sweet. We love you, mom. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So that was, that was it. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, obviously we're super excited that you went to Disneyland. Well, for one is like you talked about before, you and I really talk about Disney World a lot. It's our home park. It's where we've been multiple times. It's where where we're comfortable talking about. And while it's not bad to like contact our friends on the West Coast and be like, hey, what is going on here? This news just came out. Can you kind of fill us in? Like you actually can bring the Disneyland perspective onto the podcast. And I'm so happy about that. You have no idea. So I want you to kind of break it down if you don't mind. Like let's go through your day. So did you rope drop? Did you sleep in? Did you do Genie Plus? Like, can you just take us through like day one? Yeah. Um, so I'm so glad that I was able to get out there really for the podcast and just right. for the Disney community in general, because we now have an inside of like, at least my perspective of yeah. how this works, how it operates, um, be able to answer questions for our listeners. And so day one, we went to Disneyland. Um, we took a $7 Uber ride right over to this like community drop-off location that I wasn't used to. Um, oh. I learned very quickly that I was not in a Disney bubble because as we're driving up to the parks, you just see these families, all the strollers, like people just walking down the highway of Anaheim like from their various resorts. Wow. So I was like, these people aren't staying at the contemporary. Like what is happening? Um, But (laughs) everyone, you go into this central location, you go right into security and there was really no line for security. And then it's that moment of like, you, you see both parks. And as a home resort of Disney world, like that was so weird. That's weird. Um, So you could turn right and go to Disneyland or turn left and go to DCA. And of course, uh, we turned right and we rope dropped. I mean, I think the park opened at eight and we were there at like 715, 720. Wow. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And I think that 45 minutes, that's what we recommend, right? 45 minutes to an hour. So you did it perfect. Yeah. And, and that's to get there, like through security off your transportation, um, everything. And I think it did open about 30 minutes early. Um, so I was kind of stressed because (laughs) as we talked about this in a different episode in our Disney genie and Disney genie plus episodes, which if you haven't listened to those yet, you pot full of information, but I was stressed because as soon as you scan in to Disneyland, then I had to get my park, uh, my Disney Genie Plus. Yes. And yes. I did it for everyone. So I was like, oh my God. And then I had, I was trying to make a reservation right away. You know, it was like the big Disneyland sign railroad. And I'm like stressing out. Um, but we were able to get Disney Genie. It was very easy to upload it right on the app. Like, you know, and um, yeah, we just, we did that. We went right up Main Street and they kind of stopped us there and then we waited to go to the castle and did all the castle pictures. Oh, okay. So that's what you did first is castle shots. Yeah. Um, just castle pictures. And I'm going to be honest. We walked in, we saw the fire station. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, there's his apartment. There's the light. And then you turn on main street. And I said, Oh, she's so little. <laughs> she's so little I mean I'm probably the Anaheim people probably hated me because I kept saying that like the whole trip 
Every time yes. I saw her, I was like, oh, she's so little. <laughs> I was not like, I knew it was small, but I was not expecting it to be that small. Right, right. Well, when you compare to Disney World, obviously, like the Cinderella Castle in Disney World is astronomically tall. Like it's it's not only large, it's really tall. And I feel like while um, Disneyland, it's Sleeping Beauty, right? Mm-hmm. It's beautiful and they decorate it so really cool. And it's it's its own greatness. It's just really short. You know what I mean? It's just, it's short. Little. And I was like the the dimension, the forced perspective. Where is it? Because like I, it was still small to me, but it's adorable and it's cute. Um, yeah. So we did that. As the listeners know, I always start in Tomorrowland. My favorite ride is Space Mountain and Brandon's is Astro Orbiter's. So we were just kind of seeing um, what the wait times are right when we rope dropped and Astro Orbiter had no wait. So we actually rode it twice through right away, back to back. Wow, walk-ons back to back? Mm -hmm. Wow. Back to back. So we did that. Um, We did Space Mountain. And then we actually got to meet our friend. It's so nice to see your uh, Disney friends IRL in real life. Um, so we met Darling of Disney, Ashley, and her husband, Cody, in Tomorrowland. Oh, my gosh. I love them. They're my favorite people, both of them. And I was like, how crazy is this? Like, I'm just meeting people in California that I've, I've known Ashley for like two years on Instagram. Yeah. Just, finally, cool. I got to meet her. So that was cool. Um, and then we did Star Tours and Matterhorn. And those were all using the Disney Genie Plus Lightning Lanes. Right. So they were walk-ons for you then because you used Genie Plus? For the most part, I think we had to wait a little bit for Star Tours, um, but they were pretty much walk-ons. Okay. Does Star Tours not bother you? Um, Actually, I get motion sickness, and I did not take Bonine before we went on this ride. So my mom and Brandon are having a blast, and I'm, like, closing my eyes, (laughs) rocking Star Tours, but it's okay. It's all right. So that was um, Tomorrowland. And then we grabbed a churro because apparently these are so much better at Disneyland. And I kind of think it was. You agree. Wow. There was something about it. Um, Yeah, we grabbed a churro. We went on Autopia using the Mm -hmm. lightning lane because it was like a really short. So after we went on Autopia, we were like trying to go from Tomorrowland to Adventureland. Right. So we were going through like the hub grass. And while we were doing that, we saw Mickey leading down this like bandstand of people of, of the marching band. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it was really cute to um, be able to see that. We like stopped and listened to the tunes and it was just yeah. like, it wasn't a parade, but it was nice. Yeah. You got to see Mickey. Yes. And we did get to see Mickey, which was awesome. Yeah, I bet. So we did that. Um, we went into Adventureland. We did the Tiki Room, which is different than the one at Disney World. What? Yeah, they have this like water thing that like shoots up in the middle. We do not have that. Um, and they have like <laughs> their song is just a little bit different. There's like extra parts to it that I wasn't expecting. What? And so we would be singing along, and then I'm like, what is this? okay um so yeah and the tiki room is like my mom's absolutely favorite thing so we always have to do it oh my gosh I can't tell you the last time I've done the tiki room 
So I would go, I would literally go to Disneyland and be like, yeah, it's the same because I can't tell you the last time. <laughs> and it's, it's subtle differences. Like you really need to yeah. know the Tiki room, but that whole thing in the middle, I was like, we do not have this. Whoa, <laughs> that's fun. Oh, and your mom got to do the original Tiki room, which is great. Yes. yes. So it was super important that we did that. Um, after the Tiki room, we always got to get our Dole Whip. And this is where I got upset because you're literally in line. I swear that was like our longest line of the whole trip. Is for a Dole Whip? For this Dole Whip line. And my apologies, West Coast friends. I do not remember what that quick service is called, but like you have to go to this like one quick service to get like the different flavors. And that was the longest line. And we get to the front and the cast members asking me what I want. And I said, oh, just like vanilla is fine. And there was no vanilla option. What? But it's the place where you can get all the flowers. Yeah. Well, they don't have a vanilla option there. And I was really upset. I was so like, because the pineapple, just the pineapple is too much citrus for me. Yeah. So I like to get the swirl or just the vanilla. They didn't have. So I got the strawberry and I was not impressed. Oh, I'm not a huge, like, was it artificial strawberry tasting or like Girl, I'm not Dave Ramsey. I do not know, but <laughs> um, I, I thought it was like, it was still like refreshing, but like, I just didn't want the flavor at the time. Yes. I, I just wasn't, I was like, no, this was, isn't what I want in a Dole Whip. Her palate was ready for a pineapple squirrel Dole Whip. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And yeah. then when it, when you gave it the strawberry, it was like, no, no, what is this? No. That's upsetting. Wow. I love the swirl. That's the only way I can get it. I was really upset. Hmm. What and about Brandon and your mom? Um, they got some stuff. I they don't got. remember. I, I don't remember what flavors they got. Um to I think they liked theirs or like just didn't mind it. Yeah. Oh, actually Brandon got the um he got the specialty one that was like happening because of like um sweetheart. It was like sweetheart night. Oh yeah. Specialty one going on. And I think it was like strawberry and cherry or something. Mm. Yeah. So that's what they got. But since we were in Adventureland, we hit up Pirates and Indiana Jones, which are both amazing rides. And I think I prefer that Pirates more just because it's a little bit longer and it has more scenes. Um, it has more scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's longer. Now, the only thing is I don't like the ending of that Pirates. Okay. It's like going up a slant. And you know how the ending of our Pirates, like you you see Johnny Depp both times, right? Yes. yes. I don't know the character's name. My apologies. That's okay. Jack Sparrow. Captain Jack, Jack Sparrow. Sparrow. Yeah. yeah. Um, and um, so I don't know the ending. I was just like, oh, it's great. And then I didn't like the ending. Huh. So, and then Indiana Jones, y'all just have to go look at my Instagram of how I described Indiana Jones. I absolutely loved it. The theming is amazing, but I still love Dinosaur. I love them equally. I'm not choosing a favorite. You can't choose a favorite. No. I feel like I'm going to try to pull it out of you like Kara. You can't choose a favorite. The theming in Indiana Jones is breathtaking. Like it is something... I mean, out of a movie, but that's the whole purpose. Like, right. I was like, this is nuts. Um, but I missed the, 
uh, you know, in Dan- Dinosaur, how the guy is talking, there's narration. Yes. Yeah. The narration. And so I missed that. And I just love dinosaurs. You, yes. And dinosaurs like one of your favorite rides in all of Disney, right? Yeah. So. Dang. I am not choosing a favorite. Sorry. So that's not even a hot take. I would really expect a hot take from you there, but no, you love them both. Well, this is a hot take. So after Adventureland, we hopped back over to Tomorrowland to get lunch at Pizza Planet. And you know how we've been talking about eating lunch at Pizza Planet? I was so excited um, and I was not impressed. Uh. Heard. Okay. So I have heard people say that they're not impressed with Pizza Planet, that, um, that they go because it's like that nostalgic, like it's Pizza Planet. Yeah. but it's nothing special. So what did you get food wise? Um, I got just like a, a personal pizza thing and okay. a side salad. And do you know what yeah. it reminds me of for Walt Disney World people? If any of you guys have eaten at Pizza Fari at Animal Kingdom. I've never eaten there. I thought you were going to say Pizza Rio's in, uh, in Hollywood. Okay, no, so not the same. I think it is almost exactly like Pizza Fari in Animal Kingdom, which it's just like, it's your personal pizza with side salad, nothing, you know, nothing spectacular. But what about the atmosphere? Like, what about where you guys were sitting? Was that cool? It reminded me of Cosmic Rays. Again, not impressive. Yeah. So I think I was expecting a lot more like for it to just be Pizza Planet and it just didn't do it for me. Did you have to have a reservation or did you walk up for that? It's quick service. It's quick service. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Now you do have to like mobile order absolutely everywhere, but yeah. That's a hot take. You heard it here, guys. (laughs) Yes. After lunch, we were kind of all over the place. We did Millennium Falcon, Big Thunder Mountain. um, And then we stayed in Fantasyland for a little bit doing all of those rides like Mr. Toad's. Peter Pan's Flight, Pinocchio's Journey, Snow White's Enchanted Wish, Alice in Wonderland, and Small World. Um, And I just want to say that we were not expecting, we kind of didn't even realize, we've talked about this before on the other episode, but they don't have lightning lanes. In Fantasyland. In Fantasyland for most of the rides. Um, And so we were just like, we were going so fast in the morning and able to like go on everything. And then there were all these huge lines in the afternoon for the fantasy land rides. Cause there was no lightning. Like, wow. Um, then we went, we did go on small world and that's when I was like, Oh my God, this difference of the Disney characters in here. And no one told me about it. <laughs> um, I was like, oh. what do you mean? There's Disney characters in small world. So <laughs> There, the big difference in the small world Disney small world at Disneyland is that they have characters, the Disney characters in the countries that are respective to them. Yeah, so like when you're going through like the England United Kingdom, like you see Tinkerbell and Peter Pan flying at the top, and when and you see like Pooh Bear down there, you can see um, Lilo and Stitch, you can see Ariel, you can see um, in like the Western one, it's like Woody and. Uh, Jesse. Jesse. Mm-hmm. How that? Yeah. I was like, at first, I was like, is that Tank? No. And then you just see all of them in the um, in the movie. So would you say that you like Disneyland's small world better than Disney World then? 
at first I was like, do they even belong? Do they belong in the ride? Like I was having a, like a conceptual, like my mind was really going to some deep places about Disney and like, did the characters belong? Um, but I'll take either one. Okay. I think, um, it really, it's, it's not all that different to me, but it was, it's kind of cool yet kind of not to see the characters. Man. So I'll have a hot take when I go to Disneyland on that. I'll be like, yes, this is better. (laughs) I would appreciate characters in It's a Small World. I think I would. I think I was so taken aback. Yeah. um, Not that, you know, Disney is not representational of real life, because it definitely is. But I was like, to see some of the characters in there, like I just saw Mushu and like to see Ariel and I was like, this is for the kids of the world. <laughs> and I was like, really just having like a mind thing at the moment. And um, so, yeah, so I liked it and I didn't. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. But after all of that, we had um, dinner at Red Rose Tavern, which is basically to me like our Pinocchio village house. Yeah. Um, but it's Beauty and the Beast themed. Mm-hmm. What did you eat there? Oh, girl, I got the and this is your pro tip. Pro tip. I got a kid's meal. I got yeah. chicken fingers and fries because it was the end of the night and I, we were all hurting and tired. And it was one of those, like, I wasn't even hungry, but knew I had to put something in my system. Yeah. And so I just got that and, you know, it was like eight bucks for a kid's meal. Mm-hmm. We always get kid's meals. It's actually, it's one of our tips to like saving money in the parks is get a kid's meal. And like you said, it was kind of the end of the night. You needed something familiar. I don't blame you at all. Hey, mm-hmm. sounds good. Absolutely. And it was, it was the end of the night and we ended with Mickey's Mix Magic, the fireworks show, which that was made for a Disney club. What? Absolutely. I was like, okay, Brandon, when I were out there and my mom, we were all out there dancing and it had amazing music I love the soundtrack um I wish I could I'm sure there is the full show maybe I have to watch that tonight but I suggest everyone go find it on YouTube and hopefully we can get um, a link for people because that was a great show I absolutely loved it wow yeah I've heard really great things about it and that it's literally like a dance party yes it it was that was that was great not that it it doesn't beat like happily ever after but it's like super cool in a different way Wow. And so Main Street was lit up, like, or were y'all standing up towards the castle? No, we were like smack dab in the middle of Main Street. Oh, good. So you got to see, uh, like the things on the side. Yeah. Yes. The projections on Main Street. How fun. Is that it for your first day? I feel like you did so much. That, that is it for the first day. Oh my gosh. So It sounds like such an incredible trip already. And guys, we are just getting started. Kara still has to talk about her DCA day, which is spectacular, I'm sure. Guys, we're going to take a really quick ad break. So stay with us. We will be right back. Don't go anywhere. Hi, everyone. We are back and I am super excited to talk about our California Adventure Day. As you guys know, this is home of the what, Casey? The Avengers Campus? Like the... Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. I was 
I was like, okay, the thing that I would be most excited about is Avengers Campus. So yes, home of Avengers yes. Campus. Um, so Brandon and I were super ready, diehard Marvel fans. Yes. Um, we actually had this plan. We rope dropped web slingers. That's right. And bought a lightning lane for it later in the day. <laughs> to be fair, our lightning lanes, we got one for um, Avengers Campus. Sorry. We got one for web slingers and radiator springs. And they yeah. were both only $7 when we went. Which is so odd to me. Like, I feel like that should have been an error, like a keying error. Yes. And I thought they were both going to be 20. So um, we were super excited about that. So yes, yes we, um, we rope dropped Web Slingers. It is the most amazing ride. Those of you that are like me and love the competition rides, the Astro Blasters, the Toy Story Mania, like this will be for you. Yeah. Were your arms like falling off after it? Yes. Yes. Like you're going to be in so much pain after it. And we were even like days beforehand, I'm not going to lie. We were like doing reps. We're like, here we go reps. Um, but no, nothing prepares you for that. And and it's a great ride. Hmm. So that'd be one I'm most excited about for sure. Yes. And, um, you know, we kind of stayed around Avengers campus. We saw some of the shows at Avengers campus is where you see the most characters hands down. Oh, I love characters. I miss them. Yes. Uh, we saw some and we were, you know, seeing the Black Widow show and then we rode Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Yes. And what a great ride. I do prefer it over Tower of Terror. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like most people say that, but it was such a big deal when they changed that ride. Like people were furious but now after you've wrote it it's like it's incredible it's Mm -hmm. yeah it's um it's great (laughs) theming uh is just being a marvel fan i think it's just if i wasn't so deep into marvel and really loved it i would have been like oh you know either one it's kind of the same ride but i mean it is the same ride but so staying in adventures campus we had lunch at pim test kitchen um and i had the pimini sandwich because you know everything's either small or big oh yes Um, yes dealing with ant-man and i kind of gave it a eight out of ten it had a lot of flavor came with like this marinara sauce super good um i think my mom got some type of loaded pretzel okay and sorry brandon i forgot what you get but everything was very tasty and um in my opinion it was it was very affordable very affordable wow Mm-hmm. Which is not something we often say for no. for meals at uh, at Disney World or Disneyland. So very cool, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the pictures of that place is really. I think it'd be super sweet. Yes, and um, okay. So then we went over to Pixar Pier and we went on the Incredicoaster, Coaster, which I again prefer over Rock and Roller Coaster. <laughs> um and we had a jack jack cookie num num because of course you have to Obviously. and my mom and i went on pixar pal around and of course we were team non-swinging gondola so brandon didn't go brandon is not a fan of ferris wheels okay so in the meantime he was going around getting some content for me <laughs> um but my mom and i did it and i think that was a pretty long line i'm not gonna lie that was like 20 25 minutes Wow. Wow. And it's because we went on the non-swinging. Right. I'm sure it was basically a walk-on for the swinging ones. Good grief. 
y'all could not catch me out there. Nope. <laughs> um, what did we do next? Then the lightning lane game started, which I really did not appreciate. And it makes me really nervous for my April trip in um, Walt Disney World. It's yeah. like we were trying to get a lightning lane of something that was not crazy far away or like crazy car far away, like time-wise. Yeah, sure. And so we walked across uh, the pond. We rode the Little Mermaid and we saw the Lunar New Year parade right afterwards coming out of the ride. So it was amazing to see that. Yeah, yeah. And I just want to make sure that the listeners know that when sh- when you talk about like finding a lightning lane that isn't like forever away. So if it's like 1.30 in like barely in the afternoon, the most of or the soonest available lightning lanes are like, like at six or seven o'clock at night. I just yeah. wanted to clear that up. Not that we meant far away, like in distance, because listen, you walk 10 miles at Disney World or Disneyland every day. Like it just is what it is. But the time you have to wait so long, right, to ride it because the times are so pushed out so far. So mm-hmm. and, you know, time is money at Disney. So time is money. We are going to get T-shirts made. It's a real thing. <laughs> Yes. Um, so after the parade, we went on uh, Toy Story Mania and I beat Brandon, which if you guys don't know, that is a big thing. That is a big deal that I beat Brandon. Um, so I have to document that on the podcast or no one will believe me. Anyway, <laughs> so next was Cars Land. And I was so excited for that mac and cheese cone that you can get at the Cozy Cone Motel. And I got it and I didn't like it. What? What was wrong with it? Um, I gave it, I ranked it a five out of 10 because it was mac and cheese in a cone. And I don't know why I was expecting more, but I was expecting more flavor, like the cone, the texture of the cone. I didn't like it. Uh, and then the mac and cheese was maybe just so heavy. Like I just, I will not get it again. Let's just put it that way. Was it super hot that day? As well. I mean, yes, but like it was just the mac and cheese in general. Like it was so thick, and then it's like basically in a breaded ice cream cone, and so it was just I, no. Hmm. I could not do it. I've seen so many pictures of it, and I've heard like people think that it's like the greatest thing ever. So wow, another hot take that that's not to die for. Not for me. Y'all, y'all can have that one. <laughs> I will go get some other stuff at Avengers Campus. That's fine. (laughs) Um, So after that, we did Radiator Springs, which I absolutely love this ride. I wish that we could throw away Test Track and put that ride in because it was great. Like, I I was blown away, really. Wow. Yes, I want to sign the petition that says throw away Test Track. We need something. (laughs) (laughs) We need something else. Um, then we did Monsters Inc. We then did our lightning lane for Web Slingers and ended the night at the very famous Lamplight Lounge. Uh, we had our reservation there. You do need a reservation for Lamplight Lounge. Yeah. Did you have to get that 60 days out or did you well, get it relatively? I didn't even book 60 days out. It was like 40 days by the oh, time. Oh wow. But yeah. you did get one. Mm-hmm. I did. That's um cool. We got the lobster nachos to split Brandon and I. I ranked them a seven out of 10. Brandon ranked them a four out of 10. So Whoa. And I hear like people rave about this place. Like it is the most amazing thing. 
And um, so a few episodes ago, we had Ashley on and she was telling us about like some secret menu and how you can get like steak nachos there. So that would probably be something that I would get over lobster nachos is steak nachos. I liked it, but. Yeah. Did you know about the secret menu when you went? I did. You did? Oh, okay. I did. I just chose the nachos though. Yeah. They're a popular thing. And we ended the evening going back to Avengers Campus. <laughs> Obviously. We, we watched the um, Doctor Strange show, which maybe we can put on our um, Instagram story for you all to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I recorded the whole thing. And so we watched that and I surprised Brandon with a gauntlet, the little hand that carries the drink. Yes. Yeah. So I bet you love that. Yeah. So that was, that was DCA. Wow. That was your day at DCA. So no fireworks shows or anything um, that you watched that night? No, because there is the um, something of color, wheel of color. Um, That show is coming back, but it's not there yet. Okay. Okay. And I do um, just have one question. So the Spider-Man show where he flies through the air, what did you think about that? I know I watched it live on your Instagram, but tell, tell me your thoughts on that. So hot take. Okay. I think the person we watched was like a swing for my musical theater people that know that term or like a, the, it, it was not the original person because I was expecting the, um, the actual person that like does the acrobats. Oh yeah. 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 He just kind of like jumped on top of a box and got back down. <laughs> I was like, yeah. We were like, what? And it's one of those things like the crowd's like, now, don't get me wrong. The animatronic that, like, does the little flip thing, super cool. Um, but there's a part of the show where, like, the person crawls back down on the wall and, like, that stuff didn't happen. So I think we caught it on a day that it, like, wasn't the original or it wasn't the person that normally does the show. It was, like, a, wow. a swing or a tight cast, yeah. And how often does that happen in Avengers Campus? Like, a few times a day? So I think we actually saw it twice. And I think it happens like three or four times a day. Okay. It's a big crowd though. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure crowds gather for that. I know I would. Twice probably. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So that was the, that was our DC day. Oh, it sounds like a great day. So then, oh, we moved to your last and final day. All right. So did you go back to DCA or are we going to Disneyland? Where are we going? We went back to Disneyland um, okay. and this was like kind of a fight. Brandon wanted to go back to DCA, but I, there were so many rides that we still didn't do. We did 18 rides the first day in Disneyland and still did not do all of them. And I really wanted to do as many as possible. And so did uh, you get to do everything when you went back? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We did every ride. I think that's great. That's every great. single one. Um, you wrote drop. We rope dropped Rise of the Resistance because we still wanted to ride it without paying a lightning fee for it because we have it at Walt Disney World. Um, So we rope rope dropped that and rode Millennium Falcon again because why not? There was a lightning lane for it and it was super, super uh, quick. Yeah. Um, Then we went over to Storybook Canal Boats, which that is a super cute ride and for some reason I thought it was a ride about Pinocchio because the whale and it is not whoa it is like all these little villages like 
small villages that you can see on the canal to like represent the different um like princesses homes oh yeah I wasn't expecting it it's cute though it's definitely I think for kids but it was cute oh gosh that sounds fun what's next um we went over to Toontown saw some characters rode that Roger Rabbit ride um uh, we actually got to see Toontown before it, it's closed now it, it's closed now yes it is until 2023 that's insane I'm so glad that you got to see it though mm-hmm. we got to see mm-hmm. it before it's rethemed and adding the uh Mickey and Minnie's railway so it's going to get a lot busier over there oh I'm sure oh I'm mm-hmm. sure and after that, we hit up New Orleans Square, where we rode Haunted Mansion and stopped at the French Market for a beignet and mm-hmm. the mint julep. Oh, I could drink that mint julep every single day. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Uh, how was the beignet? The beignet was good. It's, it's um, as you know, just like the powdered sugar and stuff, just overwhelming to eat. Yeah. And um, so, and I don't like having my fingers <laughs> messy, like with wings <laughs> or anything. And so, um, but it was good. It was good tasting. I don't think I would eat a beignet again, just because it's not like entirely for me. Um, yeah. But that mint julep though, I'd go back again. Would you go back just for the mint julep? Yes. <laughs> it's so good. Wow. Um, after that, we quick rode Winnie the Pooh, which is a little bit different than ours in Walt Disney World. And we had lunch reservations at the very famous Blue Bayou. Oh, yeah. How was that? Um, And I I just want to say, do I have Blue Bayou money? No. But um, no, because the way I did this, I I wanted to treat Brandon and my mom, but I used my Disney Visa points. So that was something for me. Like I had points on my Disney Visa card and, and that's how that's how you can afford to do one of those signature dining meals. Um, if you have one of those Disney visa card and, and rack up your points and that way. So we did that. Um, I got the very famous, very thought after, um, Monte Cristo sandwich. Mm. What did you write that? I don't, I honestly don't remember my rating. I should have went back on my Instagram to look, but, um, it was good. I understand the hype, but it wasn't for me. It, it was, was good though. It's a texture thing. It's a texture thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was all on it? Like, tell me, it like, is, what is it? It's like a Reuben sandwich. It's Reuben. Okay. Some type of sandwich, probably not Reuben. I apologize. But then it's okay. baked in like, um, like funnel cake batter. Mm. And so it's like a battered sandwich. So it's sweet and savory, or yeah. is it just savory? Oh, it's sweet and savory. I feel like that is an acquired taste. I'm sure I would love it, but that's an acquired taste. Mm-hmm. Um, I would get the steak next time. Brandon got this really good steak, and my mom got the jambalaya, and um, they were all good. Don't get me wrong. The, the Monte Cristo sandwich was good. It was just a texture. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't get it again, but I understand the hype. Right. And so after lunch, we hopped on the very famous railroad over to um, Tomorrowland to ride Astro Blasters again. (laughs) And we grabbed a um, raspberry macaroon from Jolly Holiday before watching Mr. Lincoln's on Main Street. The raspberry macaroon would recommend 
Mr. Lincoln's not. What? <laughs> Raspberry <laughs> one of the best things I ate that whole trip. Mr. Lincoln's almost put us to sleep. What? No. It was like expecting the animatronic to be there a majority of the time. And it's really like only the last four minutes of this like 20 minute basically video then. Wow. I guess all the videos and everything I've ever seen is just of the animatronic. So that, I mean, that makes sense. Wow. I do recommend going to see it just once because that is one of Walt Disney's like tried and true attractions. Yeah. Um, But I, I wouldn't mind skipping it. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. We did the Sleeping Beauty Castle walkthrough. Okay. When you go inside the castle and actually see like these like behind glass images of the story. Um, and then at night we rode Mad Tea Party. Brandon really wanted to make sure that we rode the Mad Tea Party at night under the lights and it's all outside and it was super cool. So oh I have one quick question. So how was the weather while you were there? Like super hot, chilly, like how? Because I know that could make or break a trip. Like how was it? Luckily, beautiful. Good. Honestly, the it was either the first or the third day. It was one of the days we were at Disneyland. It got like a little chilly, but um, I was fine. Yeah. Brandon, I think, bought a Pizza Planet jacket. I was like, it's cold. I need the jacket. <laughs> one of those. Okay. Um, oh I thought it was great weather the whole time. That's cool. That's cool. So did you guys stay until close or no? Um, the third night, we did not because we park hopped over to um downtown disney which is in walking distance of everything tell us that in disneyland everything is walking distance in disney world like you have to take a bus you have to take an uber you have to take a skyliner like nothing is close together um but that's really amazing wow i feel like when i go to disneyland i'm gonna have this whole list of and i'm gonna be like shuffling through it of everything that like you told me to do and everything you tell me to try because you did so much. I'm very thankful to like Amanda at AZ to Disneyland, Miranda, um, all the, all the Ashley's Sydney, like literally everyone, um, forgive me the tips and tricks. I couldn't have done it without them. And I've been able to experience as much because like, you know, you can do so much with research, but it's really hearing, like, this is why we're doing podcasts. It's hearing what people do um, right. to, able to write down what you want to do on your bucket list. And you got to experience it with the people that you love too. Very, very happy about that. That's amazing. So Kara, before we round out, we have just just two very hopefully simple questions that uh, just regarding your Disneyland trip that I think it's beneficial just for people to know in general. I know if I was going somewhere I'd never been, I would ask these two questions. So the first one is I need to know the worst and the best part of your trip. Worst and the best. The worst part is just not realizing the Fantasyland rides weren't on Disney Genie Plus. I think I would have built our itinerary a little bit differently. Maybe we would have hit those up in the morning sure. rather than waiting until the afternoon. So not that that's anything bad, bad, but I think having that as a realization would have been better. Yeah. Well, you just, you probably just assumed that you were going to use lightning lanes on those. So you didn't yeah. jump on them early, but then yeah. in the afternoon, you said they were, you know, they were pretty busy. So yeah, they were longer. 
Um, and then the best part of the trip was literally just going. It was making the jump to go because like so many people, and I, I feel like in our community too, like Disney world people, they're like, Oh, like I'll never get to Disneyland. Like just go like, just bite the bullet. Like you wouldn't, what you would normally pay in a hotel cost at Disney world is going to pay for your Disneyland trip. I promise. And so like, just flip them out one time. Um, I would recommend, you know, trying to go on the off seasons definitely for flight purposes, but it was just going, it was being able to go with my mom, being able to go with Brandon and just like being where Walt stepped. Yeah. So cool. All right. And my last question. So if you could go again soon, like the magical genie was like, okay, Kara, you can go next weekend. What is one thing that you would change about your trip? One thing. Going to DCA twice. Going to DCA twice. And not going to Disneyland twice, or would you have just added an extra day? Either or. Okay. Um, I love the rides over at DCA and Avengers Campus and Web Slingers and just Pixar Pier is a vibe that I didn't know I needed in my life. Wow. I, I loved it over there. Yeah, it's like World Showcase, Pixar Pier magic kingdom like it's it's wow. a that's insane that's insane well i'm so glad that you got to go i'm so happy that now you have that disneyland perspective to bring to the podcast and i'm i'm so happy that you got to go i'm i can't wait to see you go again and I, obviously i can't wait to go myself but do you have any like final thoughts about this about this whole podcast episode or your trip as a whole do you want to thank anyone it's like a speech uh, I just want to thank all the listeners because I would have never went to Disneyland had my Instagram not grown, had I not had the opportunity to be hosted at that hotel, had I not met people to encourage me to go to the literal happiest place on earth. So thank you to our listeners. Thank you to all my friends. And um, the final thoughts is just book the trip. If the the last couple of years have taught us anything, it's just, just live your life and don't care about how other people view it or see it or just, just go. I love that. I love that so much. All right, guys. Well, listen, this was so much fun. I loved this episode. I love being able to recap Kara's Disneyland or trip. So, um, but I know that we'll probably continue to talk about her Disneyland trip as we have the past, like probably six or seven episodes, but Kara, I'm so glad that you were able to come on and just share your, your experiences. And we obviously had some hot takes in there and I love how honest you are. That's one thing that I absolutely love about Kara guys is that she is so honest. If she doesn't like something, she's going to tell us, she's not going to butter it up and make it seem like this great thing. But Kara, thank you for sharing. You're the best. All right, guys, and don't forget, make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube and um, obviously follow us on Instagram and we have a Facebook page. We also have a Patreon that you can get exclusive things to the Why We Disney podcast, all of the behind the scenes, get to know us, get to know our team. We would love to connect with you in that way. Also, if you are a small shop interested in a partnership, we have amazing partnership opportunities open for you, whether it's ad spots or um, anything like that, please reach out to us. We'd love to connect with you and collab with you um, on that. But make sure you follow us on all of our social medias for myself and for my co-host, Kara. We hope you have a magical Wednesday and we will see you next week. Bye.